You're listening to the Rob Review Podcast. Evan Rob and Laura Rob share their thoughts and opinions on teaching, learning, and leadership. And now, the Rob Review Podcast with Evan and Laura. This is Evan Rob. I am joined today with Laura Rob. This is the Rob Review Podcast. Laura, welcome. It's a pleasure to be here, Evan. Laura, I was reading recently in the Rob Review blog, you have an article titled The Reading Teacher, Invest in Teachers. And if anyone has not read that article, I encourage you to check out that article. It's a great article on the importance of investing in teachers. And you talk about several different things that can occur within a school to help improve teaching, to help improve learning. And one of the things that you spoke about is making a commitment to year-long professional development. And that is counter to what occurs in many schools, where in many schools people are sent to a particular workshop, a particular training, um, but it's not something that's a whole staff initiative. And what I want us to think about today are the things that can occur in a school while that is going on to advance teacher expertise. So let me give you an example from my perspective. In my building right now, our staff is making a year-long commitment to differentiating instruction. We have seven, six, seven trainings throughout the course of the calendar year, three to four hours each, focused on how we differentiate curriculum in all subject areas. And it's exciting, and it's, it's invigorating, and it's professional development that is based off of a need that the staff has, and it is brought to our building instead of sending people to a, a conference or to a training in order to get that, that particular professional development. And that's a great start, Evan, because when you send one or two teachers, rarely do they have the time to come back and, uh, and talk about what they learned. And what, they're lear- what they've learned is filtered through their lens and how much background knowledge they have. If you really want sustained and positive change, it has to be for everybody ongoing at the building level. Yeah, I appreciate that, Laura. You know, one of the things that, that I've experienced as an administrator over the years is this train-the-trainer concept, and it's that was born out of businesses uh, in, in America where an, a person is trained to be an expert, and then they return and they train the team. Now, in education, that can be a little challenging, and I would think some people that are listening to this podcast can relate to this, but I have had times over my career where a particular teacher who was really, really good working in front of 20 or 25, 12 or 13-year-olds in the classroom, they were not as comfortable working in front of 40 adults coming back as the trainer after they went to a training. Um, I couldn't agree more. Um, And I think what a school needs to do is establish partnerships. I'm really big on... Uh, teachers working together. You set the goal of partnerships, and I like to give teachers choice to choose somebody. Uh, It could be on their team. It could be in their subject matter, but it's somebody that they are comfortable sharing with. It is a non-administrative, evaluative um, partnership. So this is an opportunity for people to work together, to grow, and to um, enhance each other's teaching skills through partnership, but it's also partnership, if I'm hearing you right, that is focused in and around the overarching building level professional development focus. And in the example that we're giving in this podcast today, that would be differentiating. Absolutely. So uh, there would be expectations that the faculty can set with you when you're doing some goal setting about 
how many articles are they going to read with their partner and discuss each month? Uh, how often are they trying to observe their partner teach? Or the other benefit of this is if they're trying something new and they feel that it's just not working, it's just not spot on, they could invite their partner to come in and watch. And then the two of them can have a conversation that moves uh, both forward. That's the ideal setup because evaluations done by administrators, they're usually two or three a year. The purpose of those evaluations are not always to improve uh, the teaching and student learning, but partnerships, that is the goal of, of, of what pairs do together. Yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate what you're saying, Laura, and I think what's really exciting is for partnerships to be focused around a building initiative. So they have a little more uh, tightness to them in terms of what people are focusing on. So we were talking a little bit about articles and you know, I think it's wonderful to start article shares within a building. And there's some ways to do that. What I can share with people who are listening is in my school, we've used Google Classroom to house articles where they are shared out to the group of teachers and teachers can comment as they read the articles and comment back and forth to each other. That has been very effective. You know, the other thing that's effective is to encourage teams of teachers to come up with articles and to share them so we have a lot of share going on. It is frustrating for, for the administrator to be the sole source of finding all of the articles and, and, and be the person who orchestrates everything. I totally agree with you on that, Evan, and I think that this kind of a setup gives teachers opportunities to have a leadership role within the framework of what they are doing uh, in their classroom. I think that when teachers have that leadership role, it builds their sense of self-efficacy and self-confidence, but they also know that they can work issues out with someone they trust, and it will be between the two of them. You know, this could be done over a breakfast meeting. The discussion could be done over wine and cheese or afternoon tea, whatever uh, you would like. It do you don't have to feel forced to find that common period. Uh, but, you know, learning and reading is social, and we should make this aspect of learning in a school that relates to teachers social as well. Yeah, I think that, that's, that's an excellent point, and I appreciate you sharing it. The, the value of conversation is, um, is an important one. I mean, it's certainly exciting within Google Classroom for people to be able to share comments through typing to each other, and I like that because it allows people to communicate outside of the, outside of the school day, but there's also value for communication to occur face-to-face, -face, and doing it within a social setting is something that I would certainly encourage as a principal. One of the things that this all has to do with is the type of mindset that a faculty has and that a principal promotes within a building. And Laura, you and I speak a lot about fixed mindsets and about growth mindsets. Um, we're both big fans of the work of Carol DeWick out of Stanford University on growth mindset. And, and for growth mindset to work well, people not only need to communicate it to kids, but they need to live it themselves. And doing things such as article shares or, be, or forming expert groups, peer evaluation, peer conversations, all focused around improving and getting better, um, makes 
it benefits everyone within the school. Absolutely. It benefits the teachers, it benefits the administration, and the students, the children, are the big beneficiaries of this. It is also imperative, and that's why I use the word invest, that schools invest in teachers, and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. It's setting up situations, just as you described, with an overarching goal, and then having partnerships, pairs of teachers working together to improve their their teaching. Yeah, I really like this, you know, because even when you have the best circumstances and you have ongoing professional development throughout the year, and I feel like the what I have set up in my building is pretty close to ideal, it's six or seven sessions over the course of the year. The reality is there's always going to be time gaps between one session and the next session. So what you're recommending and what you're talking about is exciting to me because it has to do with the things that occur between those uh, those larger professional development sessions that are occurring throughout the year where people can work together in focus of those sessions. Absolutely, because I have to tell you, Evan, that if there is um, a span of four to six weeks between a session and nothing happens, then I have to tell you, nothing happens in the school either. For something to happen, it has to be talked about understood. It has to be part of the teacher's DNA so they feel they can then communicate what they have learned and build it into their students and build it into the lessons that they're involving their students in. Yeah, I think it's a really powerful statement, you know, and it has to do with this wonderful kind of parallelism that I see between good teaching and um, good professional development. So within a classroom, students will have skill, um, they, they'll learn particular skills but then they learn how to apply those skills. They learn how to, um, they learn the application of the skills. Professional development is a lot the same. You can learn particular things in a professional development session. Let's say you learn how to create a really good pre-assessment, but if you don't apply it and put it into your daily practice, you're not gonna really learn it. So what you're talking about is extending what is learned in the professional development session and then working collaboratively and focused within with peer partners to apply and further learn what's being learned in the overarching professional development. Absolutely, Evan. It, you know, it's the same for teachers as it is for students. If you have somebody that you're working with you're willing to take that risk, you're willing to step out of your comfort zone and try something because you know there's somebody there in the wings waiting to support you. Um, and also that you're not gonna be judged if it doesn't work, you're going to be helped and supported. Well, Laura, these are really exciting um, exciting information that you've shared with our audience this afternoon. I appreciate your your time here with the Rob Review Podcast. I, Evan, I. I appreciate your asking me to talk about this. I think it's a big change maker in education that we need to stop looking at one person coming in and doing a quick fix or uh, one conference changing a whole school. To change an entire school, the entire school needs to be involved in the change. Well, I have nothing more that I could say over that fabulous comment, Laura. So this is the Rob Review Podcast. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the Rob Review podcast. Check out our blogs at therobreviewblog.com and tell a friend. Thanks again and see you next time.